What's up, everyone? Welcome to Intoxicated Opinions. We just tried some whiskey, a couple, some beer. Now we're here to talk some shit. I'm feeling good. We want to say Happy New Year's. Uh, 2023. Here we go. 2023. We took the last couple weeks off of 2022. A.K.A. he slacked. No, I I took it off. I I went to Las Vegas, and Uh the week before it was Christmas and everything. Uh. But outside of that, you know, we got a lot of things coming to y'all this year. We have a lot more liquors coming. We have a lot more opinions coming. Uh, a lot more. Yeah. We're, we're gonna, doing this collaboration with Peanut Wine and Spirits here, local in KC. They're going to provide us with so much stuff. It's going to be amazing. We got, hopefully, shirts coming this year. And a website that and you can website. buy the shirts yes, on. Yes. So that's looking very uh, soon. Promising. Yeah, soon. And... I think we're going to try to get um, a professional videographer, right? Yeah. Do some intros, outros, maybe a trailer for our channel. No, we're going we're to spruce it up a little bit. Unless one of y'all want to donate. <laughs> Let's put our cash app. You know what? Someone said putting your cash app out there is like holding a can for money, begging on the street. That's I okay. disagree. That's okay. I disagree. I get, I get beggars things all the time. Do you? Yeah. Food, money, you know, clothes. Hey. hey. Sometimes people need it. I'm going to put the cash app in the description. <laughs> Send us some money so we can get the stuff rolling. You know, right now it's just YouTube don't pay as much. Actually, they sent us our first payment. Okay. Yeah. No wonder why you put that extra money in the bank. Yeah. Account. I ain't even put it in yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, you got a New Year's resolution, man? Uh, Just prosperity, uh, healthy family, healthy life. That's it. So you have no actual smart goals. Everything else I make happen. Do you know what a smart goal is? Smart goal, everything else I make happen. Ah, uh, shit. I forgot what the S stands for. It's an acronym. Oh. Measurable, so attainable. You, so you don't no, know no, what no. the S means, but you're trying to say smart goals like you're smart guy. I forgot them. Yeah. When you're I this see. smart, you you can't retain everything. You just got to let it kind of. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe Damn. you shouldn't think so hard. You gotta have something that's See all types of smoke coming from your head that you that you can measure. <laughs> Overloading, the gears Damn is it. going. <laughs> it's gonna fucking bother me. <laughs> this is gonna bother me. Yeah, but we got all that coming in. Uh, twenty twenty three. Uh, this is the problem with college. You go there, you learn all this shit, and you don't remember it. We're gonna be doing reactions, so we're gonna have reactions this year. Can I let the audience know what a smart goal is? Go ahead. Specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time bound. That means you have a timeline for your goals, a goal set that is actually achievable, that's not beyond reality, something you could really do. How do you determine that? I mean, you just write it down. Hey, I want to lose two pounds a week for the next four months. That's a smart goal. You have a time frame. You have something that's actually achievable, um, and you have something that's measurable. Am I losing two pounds? What if you lose your job? Then you lose more than two. Then you you going on the right track. Well, you become rich. Fast track it. <laughs> hey, you start eating, <laughs> eating good, huh? Yeah. Hey, just saying. That's the devil, <laughs> right? That's what Christians would say would be the devil. Coming no, out. they would. What? Yeah, that's the devil trying to pull you away from your your what? Path. Yeah, bro. I've been to church. I know what? what? <laughs> I know. What, no. I was there when you got baptized, bro. We went to church every Sunday. I did years. I did. Years. I did. Anyway. Faithfully. I don't even have any goals yet. That's a, that's I a shame. Goals yet. I need to make some smart goals. 
Something measurable. It'll probably be uh, surrounding marketing of this channel. Chachillery board. Cachillery board. Colory board. What is it called? Something like that. Where you you put your stuff from a magazine onto a board and those are your goals. Cachillery board. Chillery board. Something like that. I don't know. The wife does it with her friends. Oh, yeah. Chachillery board. Or something like that. Kind of like, I want this. I'm not even going to go there. Yeah. I think the goals for this channel is to get a website, get some apparel that we can sell, and then expand on our audience, get more subscribers. We have to almost 15,000. 15,000 people? Bro, once we get to 100,000, we get a little check That's mark. That's within two years. YouTube will send us a plaque, and we'll put it right there. We've been doing great. Doing great. Yeah. They I've, come to see my face. I've been really pushing this. No, you haven't. Yes, I have. One of us went to a meeting today. The other one didn't. Let's just stop right there. It's white privilege. <laughs> They're not white. <laughs> it's white privilege. You are. Most of these liquor stores are not owners are not white. Listen, if I show up. <laughs> yeah, okay. Now just, yeah, I don't know. You know, last year on New Year's, we did that DeWars. Um, it cost like two, $300, right? The white one. You don't remember that? I remember it. Yeah. But that was, it was just like last year, yeah. It was? A whole year ago. Wow. It seemed longer. And we mixed it with Coke. I don't know why we mixed premium liquor with Coke. Silly I'm stuff. I'm sure flies. But we, we learn. We grow. We got a whole year documented yeah, on bro, video. We was having fun. We still are. We still are. Yeah. We just doing a little bit more strategically. Yeah. This is just fun. Uh, what do we have today for the people? NFL. NFL. Bro, listen, man. Here's the thing. We're Chiefs fans, too. It's Monday. But we're football fans. It's Monday. I'm off work in observation of New Year's. Most places got off Monday. Um, So I wake up. I go to the gym, slanging and banging those big weights, right? 2.30 p.m. I'm in Independence AMC watching Black Panther 2. I know I'm late. Hey, don't get up on me. Well, kind of forever. Golly, that was like two months ago. Bro, I just seen it, right? I'm like, shoot, we got to have the movies. It's 530. I got two hours, so I'm going to order some Buffalo Wild Wings. I'm going to get some whiskey, get some beer. I'm going to get ready for this game. The game starts. I'm rooting for the Bengals because I do not want the Bills to win. If the Bengals win, we go to one seed. If the Bills win, we, we're still stuck at two seed, right? Yeah, I, I need I need the Bengals to win. I need it to win for my DraftKings bet. Did they refund you? Yeah, for the ones, the Bengals versus Bills guys. They refunded they all avoided, that? Yeah. Okay. But I have Chiefs winning the AFC division. Mm. So I need, you know. You need them to be I need the, Yeah. Okay. So if they don't have a game, I'm cool with it. Or if they tie-tie, you're cool with it. Yeah. Um. So I was watching first quarter, like six minutes left. Dude got hit. Dude stood up, collapsed. Like, all right. My first thought was, shoot, I'm going to go take a piss because I've been drinking a lot and come back. <laughs> About five minutes later, I sat there. I'm like, dang, get this dude off the field, bro. <laughs> I'm trying to watch this game. Like 10 minutes later, started getting a little bit more um, serious, I would say. A little bit more, hold on, what, what is happening? Why is this taking so long? What's wrong with him? Um, and then they circled around him. And then the broadcasters were like, you know, uh, we don't know what's going on yet. And then 10 minutes turns to 20, turns to 30. And then you see the ambulance on the field. 
And then he's gone. The players are crying. I'm like, oh, shit. Something bad is about to happen. Or something bad has happened. And um, then I get online. People are like, what happened to him? So they finally released the information. Dude had some kind of... DeMar Hamlin? DeMar DeMar Hamlin. Hamlin. Yeah. Yeah. Cardiac arrest. Um, It was a freak accident. And they suspended the game. Um, Selfishly, I was like, fuck, just play the game because I want the Bills to lose. (laughs) Um, That's my first thought. (laughs) Hey, I'm not going to lie and sit here and and tell you like all those ESPN and Fox analysis like, oh, this person's life is more important. At that time when I was kind of tipsy, the game was most important. I've seen injuries on the field before. Um, But then, you know, me having money on the line, I felt the same way. Yeah, yeah. I just want to see the game. This is an important game. I've just seen people carted off a concussion protocol. This is not the first. Actually, there was a person that died on the field before. Yeah. And they continued the game. This person did not die. He's not dead. Um, but then I, I started uh, thinking a little bit more, I don't know, not <laughs> selfishly. I was like, okay, they should stop the game. People are definitely in uh, mental distress, emotional um, distress, and stop the game and see what happens. So fast forward, it's, what's today? Wednesday. This happened two days ago, and we still don't have a a status that's good news for DeMar. Um, You see all the the prayers for DeMar, um, and the NFL has stated Sunday, the game start again, so... I don't know what they're going to do about the Bills and Bengals game. I do have my prayer sent to DeMar and his family. But what are we going to do now? What are they going to do? Are they going to give both teams a tie? Are they going to make it a wash? Are they going to push the playoffs back a week and have the Bengals-Bills play on that week and just do the playoffs? I don't know. Honestly, it just depends on whether the Chiefs win or lose this week. (laughs) If they win... The they Bills and Bengals have different teams to play this week, too. Right. But I'm saying if the Chiefs win, then I would prefer that, you know, we just go in. Ta-ta? No, we're one. See, if they don't play, we go into one seat. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or if they ta-ta, we go to one. No, we go into the one seat. If we win this week, we're, we're the one seat right now. Yeah. Yeah, we got one more game than they do. We better have, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're the one seat. Bills is two. Cincinnati's three. What about DeMar, bro? You talk about football. We talk about DeMar. Honestly, ah, this is going to sound so insensitive. I don't know DeMar. He's a football, you know, celebrity. But I don't honestly know him. I mean, what happened was wild that it happened on TV. But for me to act like I'm outraged or sad about it, to the extent that everybody else seems sad, I'm not because I just don't know this person. And honestly, you know, we, we do this a lot where we'll see a celebrity or somebody famous who passes away, but we forget about the other 30 people that just died this week. So to me, personally, honestly, I have a lot more empathy for everybody in general other than just being a superstar. So if we're just taking into account that he's a superstar, that he's an NFL player and it happened on TV, then we're just being fake. I feel the same way. ESPN, Fox, all the shows I watch. First things first, uh, first take. Uh, Why you didn't say CNN? 
Oh, you talk about sports. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Colin Cowherd, Nick Wright, Shannon. Skip. So what do you think about what Skip said there? Tweet it. He just said, he didn't say nothing bad. People hating on him for no reason. I really, it's just a way to be upset. So I think everyone that watched that, they had to, it's hard for people to accept that sometimes tragic freak, unexpected accidents happen for no reason. There, there really wasn't a reason. Remember, we watched WWE. We watched Bret Hart fall in Kansas City. To Owen Hart. Death. Owen yeah. Hart, yeah. yeah. And Dang. it went on. Yeah. They escorted him out, got a, got a stretcher. The ambulance came in, and they got him out. And show went on. Show went on. Um, I think it's hard for people to accept that sometimes there's no one to blame for something going wrong. Sometimes it's just an accident. Things happen. Unfortunate, but... It still happens. And I see my Facebook is flooded with Pray for Damar. But when I was in Baghdad, I probably had at least two dozen people died. No one says pray for them. You know what I'm saying? Nobody cared. I seen the faces on those Bills players, how they were crying. They've never seen anyone die in person. So so that was the part where I felt like, you know, this game needs to be postponed because Uh they're not going to be at their best. This is not going to be a game where they can they can finish and they can compete and it'd be at a high level. So I'm glad that they stopped it for that reason. Right. But saying that they stopped it because, you know, the world felt outraged was crazy to me. So that dude did die. They said his heart. His pulse was yeah, gone twice, and and they had to bring him back. I know what that feels like. I know you do, man. <laughs> Quit eating those homemade edibles, bro. Listen, that was one time. I'll never do it again. In the army, especially if you were in a war zone, you're gonna see that person die, and you're just gonna keep moving. And so that's kind of what I expected to happen. Hey, he died. Oh, luckily you can bring him back to life two times. He's good. Get him to the hospital. Let's move on. Uh, but when those players started crying, it was like, well, now if they lose, the world's going to be outraged because they were forced to play. Um, and so I agree with stopping the game. What are they going to do now is a good question. Two, um, I'm still waiting on the outrage for all the people, all my fellow soldiers that died. Can we get some People in third world countries, you still got the Ukraines that's over there dying. You still got Africa that has wars and slavery. Honestly, we really don't care unless. Bro, we might get canceled because everyone on the internet seems to be saying prayers for Damar. His life is more important than the game. Um, For him, yes. And his family, yes. I agree with that. But, But for me, I don't know him honestly i don't know it doesn't have a personal touch there's no connection so i'm i'd be lying and i'd be fake if i was like oh it hit me or it touched me because it didn't and i'm just i'm a person that's honest about things like there's people that that die all the time and we tend to turn a blind eye to it whether it be you know a kid that's getting shot or you know somebody losing their life to to a random accident a mother in in the hospital who just gave birth and, you know, lost her life. It's a lot of things that we overlook or, you know, sometimes don't care bring about, light yeah. to or care about because it's not a superstar. And I don't think that's fair. I did see some positives. One 
it seemed like most uh, fans and teams, teams and fans of different teams came together in unity to support, hey, we hope this kid has um, a full recovery and we support, you know, the team, the yeah. family, all that. Um, and then I seen the negatives where they were trying to pinpoint someone who is responsible for this. They went after Skip Bayless because he said some ABC stuff, which was irrelevant. Uh, they went after the NFL. Why did it take so long to cancel the game? Well, there's a chain of command. There's a process that people have to follow. Why did they say they had five minutes before they had to play? Probably because the rule book states if in case of a game stoppage due to injury, uh, you give the teams five minutes to warm up, then they start playing. And this has never been uh, a situation that had to come up in the NFL. Not in the last, like, 50 years. Yeah, so, you know, for the players to see that, be as emotional as they were, forcing them to go back – you know, something that's probably talked about in the locker rooms. And, you know, like I say, they per- probably share a personal experience with this person. I've seen some NFL players say, I don't know how I can play again. My response is, let me take your place. Give me a couple million dollars and I'll go out there and get hit. My response is they'll go out there and play. And, you know, this time next year, it'll be as if it never happened. Yeah. This is like a once in a lifetime thing. The last time this happened was in 1970s. 1971 or 72, there was a Detroit wide receiver who died on the field. He died right there. They took him out. They kept playing the game. Of course, there wasn't all this technology where you can see it live and and tweet and have all these opinions online. I think the NFL will create a protocol that anyone who gets injured, hey, they're going to have their own personnel go there, take them off the field and deal with it in the locker room. Alive, dead, broken leg broken neck, whatever it is, we're not going to put it on the field where people can see it anymore. They will not let this happen again. If someone heart stops on the field, they're going to take that person off, keep playing, we'll fix them in the locker room. We'll fix them in the locker room? You will not, the public will not see this kind of injury again. Okay. There's no way. And that's how we start the new year off, huh? <laughs> Happy New Year's, y'all. <laughs> Welcome back to Intoxicated Opinions. We are getting ready to discuss our men living up to their roles. Holding their end of the bargain, huh? Yeah. Are they knowing their role? Are they fulfilling their role? Mm-hmm. What is their role? First of all, let's define that because people might not understand what the role of a man stoic. should be. Chivalry. Bro, uh, you say stoic all the time. What the fuck providers. does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> uh, leaders. Are they being those things? Stoic. A person who can endure pain or hardship without showing their feelings or complaining. Mm. That's what stoic means. Yeah. Hmm. Did you That's have a, a kidney stone before? That's a different topic. Did you have a kidney stone before? Hurt like hell, yeah. Did you complain? What you mean? Yeah, it hurt. <laughs> and you ain't stoic. No, that hurt. It's different. That's like getting shot and then like, oh, just take it. No, no, brother. Be no. stoic, my dude. Yeah, I do. All right. Usually I control my emotions. So men Very should so. Uh, be providers, protectors. Mm-hmm. And um, leaders. Leaders. Okay. There's a long list of expectations. Hold on. That's already a. That's only five. Bro. It's not hard. That, that's five umbrella topics that cover. A bunch it's of not hard. Underneath. It's not hard. That's not what she said. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> she said, is it supposed to be that little? 
<laughs> it's so cute. Hey. Um, what do you think? Uh, right now. You can only speak for yourself, right? Or can you speak from what you I observe? am. I, I, but all in all, uh-huh. around, no. I don't think a lot of men are living up to, you know, their expectations. Maybe that's why. I can say in my circle, yeah, but I don't think that that's happening throughout. Maybe that's why there's been an increased rate in lesbianism. Women are like, well, shit, you ain't going to protect Bro, from we, me. We're talking about men and living up to the. I understand. <laughs> but if, if, if. Okay, you can't throw this on women, right? Well, I mean, you can, but no. right now we're just talking about whether men I understand. are being I'm men. just saying, if a woman meets one dude, two dude, three dudes, and they're not providing, protecting, they're not stoic, they're not leading, they're like, well, shit, I just want, I'll just be with a girl. No. Why? That's not That's not how it, it's working, honestly. It just means that the dudes that are not able to fulfill that are not getting sex. They're not getting women. <laughs> So that, that's on them. I mean, honestly, it is. It's uh-huh. on them. There's a lot of men out here that's that's <clears throat> weak. Beta males. Beta, huh? Yeah, they call them blue pills. They say all the right things. They they do some of the right things. They'll be in friend zone forever, and they'll pick up the slack where other men, you know, wouldn't normally pick up the they slack. They will jump when the opportunity arises, right? Right. Oh, you just got out of a bad breakup. Let me come over. Let's talk about it. They try to slip in. You know, this could be a, those could be red too. Sometimes, you know, just I don't think predatory. The or difference red, huh? is blue will be there no matter what. Like uh-huh. they know their friend zone and they'll stay there until the opportunity arrives. They, red, they're still holding on to a rope of. Ch- they're holding on to the chance to yeah. be with that woman. Uh-huh. Red is like I just want to smash, so I'm here when you know. So she, red's she gonna manipulate something. to do whatever, right? Okay, Norm- normally yeah. most of the time, yeah, get what they want. Manipulating ass men. It's so. We all do it. What? It's, it's both. It's you know, it's male and female. We both do it. So, you know, it's not Okay. I have met a lot of not stoic men. <laughs> Can I put it nicely? Not stoic. Is that politically correct? I'm talking about men that will allow, you know, if they're in a public and a fight breaks out or someone starts yelling that will allow the woman to step in and kind of take over and, you know, he'll back off or kind of fade away into the crowd. Um, Scared, nervous, cowardly, maybe. Maybe those are characteristics of someone that is not holding up their end. If you're in a relationship with a woman and you're a man, God damn it, you have the X, Y. Do men have X, Y? Yes. You have the fucking X, Y chromosome. (laughs) One of those is for you to be a man. (laughs) Step up. Regulate, dominate, punch someone if you have to. This goes back to, I mean, this is a society that we're unfortunately pushing right now. Uh-huh. We're feelings over, feelings over facts, feelings over, you know, how things are really supposed to go. It's about how do you feel instead of what are you doing? But that, that, that that's what I thought. That's just the direction the world's going. I don't think that's the the right direction, if you ask me. Yeah. Honestly, I think men should be strong. Men should be, you know, tough. Men should be, I'm just going to be honest, like, most of the time, a lot of women don't like emotional men. Men that are not able to control their emotions. Men that are not emotionally sound. Okay. 
they say that they want a man like that who just, you know, tells them everything and always. But women don't want a man that's always crying to them. It's always they want a man that's going to be there when they cry. That'll lead. That'll teach. Could be the rock, the anchor. What about this? Um, back in the day, there used to be schools that trained women how to be women. <laughs> Train. <laughs> trained. They were called finishing schools. And uh, you would send a, a girl there, and they would train them how to uh, have good posture, how to speak when around men. Etiquette. Class. Yeah, yeah kind of like that. But it was like a live-in. Hey, you're going to do this. You're going to learn. How would a man, if there's no father figure present in his life, learn how to be manly? War. War. <laughs> <laughs> uh, having a... Having a uh, one of us has been to war. Having one of them fathers in, in, your, in your home, in your life. I just said there's no father figure present. It's going to be hard. It's going to be tough on them. It's, they it, may they may turn into a better. Beta. No, Have it's just, you know. Blue pill. It depends. It depends on what type of woman is raising them. It could be a manly woman, well, a woman who's masculine them, raising them, mm-hmm. who's teaching them a lot of manly, you know, qualities, but also, you know, along with some of those manly qualities come feminine qualities that, Unfortunately, that child picks up on because yeah. you're a mother. You still have those feminine qualities. So it's, it's very hard unless that man is, you know, watching or have some type of guidance in his life some, somewhere. So if he don't, he's, he's going to he's going to end up being used, abused. So it's fair to say that men with deadbeat dads might turn out to be. Socially awkward, socially unacceptable, uh, not men, not stoic, not protectors and providers. Most of the time, hey. not gonna say all, but most of the time. I got a deadbeat dad, bro. I know. That's why you struggle with your bedism. <laughs> but the motherfucking muscles look masculine <laughs> as fuck. Alpha as AF. But you had, you know, you had other influences like me in your life. Stop. You can call me your big brother. I'm just being honest. I took you under my wing. Stop. Protected and provided for you. Listen. Did I not? When I was 10. Okay. <laughs> when I got to about 15, 16, I was, they call me. You learned a lot. You learned to start sticking up for yourself, didn't you? Um, do you hear a lot of complaints about the lack of men that show qualities? All of, the time. Yeah. Yes. From who? It couldn't be your Women. wife. Just in general. Just women all the time. They're complaining. So it is a legit issue. I don't think it's that much of an issue, but I think, like I say, most of the time good guys finish last. And I think, you know, what they're looking for in a bad guy, so to say, uh, a lot of good guys don't have. So a good guy might be a provider, but he's not going to be a protector sometimes. A good he's going to have that backbone. Huh? Yeah. He might be a protect uh, a provider and not be emotionally stable. It's a lot of things that, you know, having two parents or having a father in the home would prevent that young man from going through. Mm. And I did have like Stone Cold and the Rock and shit to look up to too. So. Yeah. Okay. I was something like so that. So I raised my eyebrow and <laughs> a body slim motherfucker. But I, I think uh most of the time we just we struggle 
because we're looking at women as as gods to what makes a man when we should be looking at another man and what makes a man. Gotcha. That's why I said, maybe not here, somewhere <laughs> in my head, possibly even, I said men need to have a manly school, aka all men that graduate college They're or talk, graduate high school need to go to call the military. That toxic masculinity. Men need to go to the military. <laughs> Two years service minimum. No, they don't. Not optional. You will come out um, PTSD with Is better that habits. Like? There's not a war going on right now. You come out you with never better know. habits. A you lot of father figurely guidance. Um, you'll have a better grasp on your feelings, logic, uh, how to make choices that are best for you and others around you instead of being selfish. The military teaches you a lot. How to make your bed. Maybe people don't want to make their bed. How to be clean. Wash yourself, your clothes. This is all stuff that you should have learned as a child. But if you ain't got the right parents or parental figures to teach you, it's it's, it's a mystery. You go there and you're like, oh shit, they're gonna teach you. They teach Why you like a just child. say some people are just lazy. Some people are just lazy, bro. That's not the case. So, I yes. mean, yeah, some people yes. are lazy. Some people are lazy, like men that always stay on bottom. Hey, get up on top and do some work. You know what I'm saying? That's lazy. Ain't that you? What? Golly. <laughs> well, you, if you had a mirror, you should be looking right there. Just looking right there. Bro, I come in like a mother- macho man. Do you? Ooh, yeah. <laughs> then it's over. <laughs> Give me a hot 30 and it's done. Uh, Seconds, not minutes. Listen. So how do we break this cycle? We open up. Me we, in school? We sent, I mean, yeah. Or... Um, cause I know public schools aren't going to teach this kind of subject matter. Hey, uh, you, know. you want to grow on a date and someone grabs your girl's butt. What are you going to do? Where are you going to learn that at? You deescalate the situation. No, man. Listen. Why did you do that? So are you feeling some type of way? Yeah. You yeah. need to borrow my girlfriend. You know, how did that make you feel, babe? She don't, she don't <laughs> like to do the grab her butt at that point. Uh, I, I, I because she's a, not going to be able to feel safe. I just thought that that's the way, the direction that we was moving. How is that young man going to learn what to do unless there's a school to send him to or they go to the military? But unfortunately, this is the thing that... What if their fathers are betas? What if their fathers are blue pills? They're just going to learn the same bad habits. It's going to trickle down generation after generation. So one thing I teach, uh, I, I try to teach my boys is, you know, always stick up for yourself. Always protect yourself. Always make sure that those that are in your circle are protected. I don't believe in, unless you're in a boxing ring, I don't believe in one-on-one fights. What? No. Just jump people? If your brother's there and he's in a fight, your brother better not lose. That's why you never fight me, huh? If your brother is there and y'all fighting, your brother better not lose. I don't care. Can they fight each other? Yeah, that okay. just be them. Yeah. They, they get in boxing gloves all the time, wrestle all the time. You I don't, know what we need to do. I don't. We let's, get let's the boxing gloves out. Let's do that. <laughs> you can't wrestle. This is boxing. What? Yeah, oh, it, yeah. No, I need to grab and throw oh, and goodness. yeah, ground and pound. <laughs> Ain't no rules, bro. How do you Go say ahead, break man. out boxing gloves and then say ground and pound? Like <laughs> that don't make any sense. Hey, if I'm losing, ain't no rules. Oh, okay. You're a sore loser then. I mean. You might be the type to shoot a person you lose. Do it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Everybody take losses sometimes. 
Listen, man. Losing is a part man. of life. I'm yeah, not a sore loser. You need to teach your son. But I will cheat. Get up and to and, win, and if necessary. I just, I just feel like you know, there's no one I want in a street fight. Mm-hmm. You know, if y'all in a boxing ring, yeah. If y'all in a in a, in an octagon, a yeah. controlled environment, yeah, controlled environment. But there's nothing controlled about a, a a fight between two people, especially, you know, no no telling how much damage that person might do to one of your loved ones. Yeah. And my my personal opinion is I'm gonna make sure that I can do all that's possible for that not to happen. So you teach your boys stand up for themselves, stand up for people around them, their inner circle. Yeah. A lot of people don't have that guidance. So. I teach them don't be bullies, you know. But also be understandable that, you know, you have to set boundaries. You have to be vocal about your boundaries. So if you don't like to be talked about, don't talk about nobody else. If something is starting to get to you, you you vocalize that. Like, hey, chill out. Uh, uh, this is enough. I don't want this to escalate. Uh-huh. You know, it's that simple as to teaching men how to use their words sometimes when when it's the appropriate time. A lot, of, a lot of men don't know how to do that. You know, somebody bump into you. Excuse me. My bad. Someone bump into you, that's okay? It depends. Excuse me, my bad. Yeah. Then you know, if you they, they bump it. into me and they say, excuse me, my bad, it's understandable. Yeah. Step on my shoes. I'm the type of dude. Get the fuck out of my way, bro. And then you get popped. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's on you. <laughs> but I'm saying that's, you know what? That's, that's also a part of men not being able to control their emotions. You should yeah. be able to control your emotions to where, you know, uh, all right, you know, I understand. I have a pet peeve of people purposefully, and I think these might be beta males that's doing <laughs> this, right? Purposefully walking, you know, if, it, if it's a, a set amount of area you have to walk, one person going this way, one person coming this way, and they, they don't show any sign of moving or, you know, uh, making way, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of like mm-hmm. their ego can't do it. So shit, bro. I'm not <laughs> bigger than them. I'm just gonna. Pow. <laughs> What's up, bro? Yeah, I, I can. Not anymore. Not like, at 35, like, no, but, but I can understand that. You know, you know what I'm saying? that's understandable. That's uh more so disrespectful. I don't think they're purposely doing that. A manly man is going to. They'll just. Oh, it's not gonna bother. Some some by. it won't. You know, if I know for for like he's little or it. Oh, if it's not a threat. Yeah, if it's not a threat, sometimes I'll look past But if it's a big dude. You know, he might, might he might be trying him. to punk me. And you going to let it slide or you going to go? No. I'm going to say, hey, you excuse. <laughs> <laughs> you excuse. You'll excuse him for him. Yeah. Okay. And it depends on, you know, what he say after that. <laughs> but I find it, you know, most most times men, when they, when they bump into you, my bad. You know. You know, there's real... Grown men with XY chromosomes that uh, are scared of fighting. Scared of fighting. Yeah. They are scared to get punched, slapped, pushed. It hurts. <laughs> it hurts. But that's that pain, you know. For people like they like to work out, they understand that pain. You know, we go through that pain when we're doing, you know, bench press or squats or, you know, leg press or deadlifts. We understand that pain. So to most men... They understand that, you know, there's consequences or that certain growths come with pain. Yeah. So most men, a lot, well, I ain't going to say most, but 
men should know that, you know, with being stoic, with being with being able to be a protector, it might come with pain. We should write a book. I should. Listen, no, I <laughs> I said we. Okay. Well, me. I tell you and then you write it. The reason we should write a book is because I don't know if there's any kind of online videos, how to be a manly man or how to be an alpha. Af- I'm sure there's like little snippets of here and there. Hey, if you're with a girl, open the door for her. Tell her she's beautiful. Grab her and kiss her. But not actual like concepts behind manhood. Yeah. Your, your, your perspective on life. Being able to control your emotions. Because as men, we understand there's going to be times we cry. People mm-hmm. pass, we cry. You know? We embrace each other as men. You know, that's why it's good to have a strong group of men who can relate to you around you. Because when you don't have that, you sometimes bottle those feelings up. Or when you feel like, you know, you're the only one, you bottle those feelings up and then they explode and you don't know how to control them. And as men, we should teach men how to control those emotions. Not to suffocate them, but to control them. Allow men to know when it's okay to cry and when it's okay to be silent. Right. Now movies are off limits. You can cry in a movie. <laughs> it is, bro. Just just laugh it off. You ain't seen Click. <laughs> That's a crime. You told movie, me about bro. you about your <laughs> your fatherless past. That's a crime movie, bro. <laughs> it's not. It's a comedy. No, it's not. It's not a comedy. It is. It's a sad, sad story. Listen, I think we can start we can start a second YouTube channel. Let's go. How to be a man. Yeah. And we could just separate it into topics or um, ground level philosophies or stances on here's what you need to approach every situation with. One, you know, stand up for yourself, stand up for others. What about the provider aspect? Do you think it's okay to go 50 50? I mean, just starting out, yeah. Mm. First dates type, yeah. 50 50 first date? If the date goes bad, yeah. Mm. If yeah, you see if potential, bad. Yeah, yeah, I feel you on that. If you see potential, okay, hey, we're gonna be a team. Yeah, I probably because there's a wage gap, right? Is that a thing or not? What women make more money? <laughs> Social media has convinced me there's a wage gap that men will make more money. And That's so, been debunked multiple times. Listen, in that instance, it's not okay, even true. I'll pay for dinners. I'm just thinking of inflation now. You know, both parties. It, it just depends to me. Like, well, as a man, I wouldn't see myself... Well, as a man that doesn't see myself committed to a person, don't move in with that person. If you're going 50-50, yeah, that's just a bad mistake. But if you see commitment with this person, then I don't see nothing wrong with going 50-50. Or one paying for it one time, yeah. the other paying for the other time. If you're married, I just don't understand why you don't put all your finances together. I mean, that's a whole different... We talked about that. All right. But that's, you know... Did you already spend your 50 this week? Did I? <laughs> I don't spend like that. So. No. Okay. You know, I, I mean, this beer costs fifteen. I don't. I don't mind. Like, this is why I work as hard as I do. Like, I work hard so that my family doesn't. Bro, what you sleep at like noon today? Go less. I slept till like two. Two in the afternoon. I got off at eight. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> so I think, uh, you know, with this new day and age, it's going to be a lot of different. Outliners that change the perception of what it is to be a man, to be mm-hmm. stoic. I, I, I always think, you know, if you have a wife, you have kids, you as a man, you're supposed to be the first on the on the line as far as, you know, to protect and provide. 
Cause it's a lot, a lot that men don't, you know, know how to be men. We got to be here to fix that, bro. We could have another um, contribution to the world, fixing beta males. Fixing males. I mean, listen. I thought beta was a problem. I feel like men should not lay down with women and have kids unless they're ready to be with that woman. Well. Whoa, yeah. hold up. Last week, that was not the approach you took. And have kids unless they're ready to be with that woman. If they're just trying to smash and leave and condoms don't feel good, it's... You need to go get clipped until you're ready. Dang, hold up. Because you can't... You can flip-flopping. Like, bro, bro, listen, I understand. Like, I understand, like, women have so many other things, and I don't think a man should have to. Uh-huh. Because I think that that women sometimes make poor decisions. And they choose poor guys. Okay. A lot of the time. And I think, you know, they choose these bad these bad guys or the wrong guys and then they expect the good guys to make up for it. And I don't think that's acceptable. Good guys, huh? Yeah. And I think, you know, sometimes men get caught in situations where they trusted a woman or they trusted a person and they chose not to do or come through on their end. Yeah. That happens. It does, and that's why I feel like as men, sometimes we just gonna have to take take precautions. Or men can learn to be a leader, lead that woman if she is worth it, or be honest, where, be up where front. they need to go, be upfront. That's, that's, I'm just trying to fucking. Leave. This is why I tell a lot of dudes: just be upfront. Uh-huh. You know, if you don't expect this to go any further, let her know that this is not going any further, other than what we're doing, the situation uh, friends with benefits uh, Let them know Like if this is not what you see in the future Let them know mm-hmm. Leave them that option So they can never say that Oh he played me He strung me along Yeah yeah, It happened Yeah I mean Most times A lot of women will go If you're one of them High value men They'll just smash <laughs> When I say high value Usually you, you tall Good looking uh, Well you short but no, I'm not, bro. If you're tall, good looking, you know, maybe have oh, a little right, money, okay. good person. Got that. Got a little gang. Big heart. Swag. A lot of women will, won't mind, you know, being the other woman. That's just. The side check. Honest. Yeah. yeah. And nobody's saying there's nothing wrong with it. Uh-huh. It's just, you know, those type of men sometimes come because we don't have a lot of those men in the world. I got you. So, so it's rare to find them. It's, it's rare. rare to come across, hey, I just want to fuck. I'm not trying to have a relationship. I actually got a girl. Up front, just honest, you know. I don't see right now us being anything other than what we are. Maybe she has some things that she has to work on, and, you know, he's like, you need to do this. You need to do that. And she might feel like, oh, I don't need to change myself for nobody. I'm Okay, that's fine, but you won't be with me. And a lot of men just need to be honest. And a lot of men get Sprung. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They get in there, they're like, oh my God. That's no, be- sweet, because sweet a lot pie. of those, but a lot of those men don't have options. Sweet, sweet pie. I think I'm in love. A lot of those men don't I have a lot of options. I overlook all these red flags. Mm-mm. Nah. If I get this, if I come if, home to this, if, oh yeah, if, I'm going to look. If they gang banging, nah, just leave it alone. What? <laughs> if they got all the red flags, just leave it alone. Listen, it's not worth it. Hey, and you know, men who gets a lot understand that. 
understand. Okay, you know, men who don't get a lot in that ten minutes is worth it. They're struggling, and those are the men that unfortunately most of the time didn't have a a strong positive male role model in their life. Welcome back to Intoxicated Opinions. Tonight we are talking about boundaries, respecting those boundaries, specifically with friends. With friends, uh, friends, yeah, hey friends, with, with definitely friends. You know. Not talking about things that could possibly ruin a friendship. Uh, should you be able to? Should you not be able to? Uh, you know what? I want to know what things, what topics, what conversations could be held that would possibly ruin a friendship. Uh, sometimes it could be relationship problems. Sometimes it could be um, uh, politics. Sometimes it could be uh, kids. It could be a lot of things that, you know, could ruin a friendship. Do you have a firsthand experience of a friendship being ruined over some kind of discussion or talking about a topic specifically that you guys didn't agree upon and couldn't come to, you know? Well, I got I got a friend that, you know, chooses not to talk politics, and I respect that. So for him, is he doesn't like to talk politics because it doesn't really concern him. So it's just respecting those boundaries. So he doesn't vote. I think. I, I think he, he just does, doesn't want to know. But he doesn't really want to get into the privacy, the meat, the meat and potatoes about politics, uh-huh. or like you know, girls talk about their relationship. Like if one girl has a relationship with somebody and another girl feels like that you're in the wrong, usually most times. Those can be falling out that happen because the other girl don't want to be receptive of what you're saying. Like it's in complete denial or, you know, or maybe usually that don't happen with men. Mm. Usually with men. I would, with, I would think men would be a little bit more. Men go with the flow. Uncaring about. Your relationship. Yeah. yeah. Anything that you have to say. I mean, we'll, we'll voice our opinions like, bro, you shouldn't fuck with her. But if they do. And they don't take it to heart. Yeah. It's like, okay. You know, you choosing to make that own decision. I think men have a better way of receiving or giving advice and not caring if it's followed or not. Yeah. Hey, man, you should. Just tell them the honest truth. And, yeah. Women, I think, dance around it. So, Or if they're direct, they want the person that they're telling the truth to to act on their suggestion or to approach a situation based on what they just told them. To make the right choice. And if they don't, they're like, why didn't you take my advice? Or the other person don't want to hear that advice and feel like they're always in the right. I, I find that very common with Godly. Go and say it, man. Hold up, bro. Common with who? What group of people? Baby mamas. What? <laughs> Baby mamas. B A. Yes. So they'll have a cheerleading B-Y. group. They'll uh-huh. have a cheerleading group. But the group that tells them the truth, tells them the honesty, they don't want to hear it. So the group that that be that that's being real with them, holding them accountable, they don't want to hear it. They want to hear it. They'll they'll be like, you know, this, this, the third, uh, and it creates divides within, you know, those relationships. Does anyone want to hear something that is opposite of what they believe or feel to be true? Most people don't, right? I wouldn't say that. We we are very receptive of like when people post stuff on, on our page about you know our liquor topics or what we think. We'll look into it, you know. We'll try, it, and then we'll we'll come back. So we're very receptive of it, 
especially if it's honest criticism, we'll, we'll try it or we'll see about it or we'll we'll um, examine the evidence and then we'll come back. And then you're saying some people are not. Some people don't like that. Some people don't like to hold the mirror. It's their way of the highway. Yeah. So you know, especially if you know the person that's in question is not who they like. Yeah. So like uh. Perfect example. My my wife has a discussion with one of her friends, and it's about their relationship or their situationship or whatever you want to call it with their ex-partner, right? Uh-huh. And she'll be honest with the girl, like, you know, why are you doing this, such, such, such? And the girl doesn't want to hear that. And so it creates... No, she wants validity for right. her friends to do what she wants to do. But everybody's right. not going to, you know, just give you what you want to hear. Some people are going to hold you accountable and tell you, no, that's stupid. That's, it's okay to gaslight no. people? No, it's not. Yeah, just no, let them not. up. And that's the problem. That's why we're in the climate that we're in. Because people don't like to tell people the truth. People like to, you know, coddle people's feelings. and. Bro, that's what I do at work. And I had to tell the wife, like, you know, maybe you shouldn't talk to her or uh-huh. maybe take a step back and, because you're getting yourself upset. Right. You're getting yourself upset and you're going to lose this person who you feel like is a friend because she can't hold herself accountable. And so, you know, take a step back, say maybe this isn't something that we should talk about and move on. Just How do you set boundaries as a friend anyway? You have uh, to verbalize them. Do you just wait until the topics come up and then you say, "Hey, I don't feel comfortable," or "I don't really want to do." I think you should be able to if you're a friend. Like, I don't feel comfortable with that talking about that, or you know, I don't want to talk about this no more. And the person be receptive and be like, "Okay, I respect that." As a friend, mm. that's how I think it should go. Right. You know, me personally, I, there's nothing that I, I can't talk about. Just me personally. Cause I, I talk about anything. I like to hear every viewpoint, every aspect. I like to deep dive into things. I like to understand. Bro, didn't you just get on my head about tagging you and something on Facebook? Yeah, because that shit don't make sense. <laughs> it doesn't. I don't care what nobody say. Like, there's no way you can make sense out of an imaginary fairy tale. This is not. Sorry, it, it doesn't work like what that if for me. The friend or. Whoever you're talking to says, I'm not respecting those boundaries. You know what I'm saying? Some people are like, sometimes you got to take a step back from that friendship and allow space, allow time, you know, come back, revisit the situation and talk about it. That's how I feel. Well, what's a friend if I can't talk to you about things? Right. You have anyone solid you go to for advice? I got a couple. Yeah, I got a couple. Father, Usually I go. Father figure advice? You have anyone that you look to? Or, father figure? Yeah. Kind of like someone that I'm, could. I'm too old for looking for father figure advice. I mean, there's people that I look for for advice or opinions or, you know, see what their perspective about things are, but not, not no father. I don't remember advice. you asking me about my opinion about something. Matter of fact, and I'm going to give you the right information. That's because you don't know shit. I'm going to give you the correct information from a white privileged perspective. You're going to get the right route to that, take. That bro. won't help me. It will. Listen, I'm a person to believe in speaking your mind. And you don't speak your mind enough. I say what <laughs> I need to say to get to the goal I want to be. 
I honestly reached. say how I feel and what I feel and when I feel and what's right and what I believe is wrong and why it's right and why it's wrong. And if it's not and you can prove me right or wrong, well, prove me wrong, then I'll listen. Okay. I like to listen. I'm the exact opposite. I have a goal in mind. Whatever I need to say or do, whether I believe it or not, to get to that goal is what I'm going to do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know you are. Nothing will stop me from getting to to my finish line. Mm, nothing. No, I'm just talking about professionally. <laughs> hey, I want to be here. What do I have to do to get there? Do I have to um, swallow my pride and you want to be swallowing something? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Hey, man. What's that mean? I don't believe in that. I believe uh, it's not being dishonest with yourself. It's just holding back. You don't have to tell everyone everything you feel. Why not? Sometimes. Okay. Tell, a, it doesn't have to be the <coughs> how you feel, but it can be the truth. As a soldier, I was taught take orders, do what you're told. We don't want a response from you. So they ingrained that in you. Yeah. So that's yeah. kind of my approach. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, bro. I'm not go like burn that. that pile of shit over there. Yes, I'm, sir. I, I got Malcolm X in me. <laughs> Yes, sir. I'm gonna go do it right now. I got you. I'm gonna get the fire. I'm gonna get the oil. I'm gonna burn that pile of shit right now. Burn pits. That's what they call them. If I burn this pile of shit, what what does that do for me? It lets them know I'm a soldier and I'm doing what I'm told to do. Mm. It's an order. Okay. It's not a choice. It's not an option. Mm. It's an order. Yeah. You're a grown you, man, right? You do what you're told. As a matter of fact, I bet you can kind of look at military service not. As modern day slavery, yeah, yeah, that's not, what somebody else has said. Yeah, because you do what you're told, you don't ask questions, and if you don't, you get a punishment. And you're grown men in here doing what you're told. But you get paid for it. You get a lot of not a lot of money benefits. You get the money is not good. Food, shelter. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you uh, live in the barracks with a bunch of other dudes. So I, I don't know if it's slavery, but you know, it's more so you're being ingrained. You're being you know, program. I can follow orders or I can manipulate to get what I need. That scares me. Why? Because you don't have your own perception. Like if they told you to go murder a million American citizens, would you do it? There are clauses um, in the chain of command that says if you feel an order is immoral, illegal, wrong, you do not have to follow it. And you can report that to someone. How do you know if it's moral, illegal, or wrong? You have to use your brain. And the problem is, a lot of military people don't have brains to use, so they just do whatever they're told. But your moral compass might be different from the next moral it's, compass. It's um, subjective, and that's yeah. the problem with it. But if someone told me to do something I didn't feel was right, hey, go shoot that kid, no, and I didn't shoot him, would I get in trouble? Probably not. But if I didn't shoot him and he had a bomb across his chest and he blew it up when he got close to our troops, I would definitely get sent to Leavenworth. So... Um, you have to do what you're told, or if you feel the order is immoral or illegal, you can you can decline and move it up to the chain of command. Say, hey, this is what I was told to do, and this is why I didn't do it. But it's still kind of like slavery. You do what you're told, or else. So, how do you respect boundaries between friends? I mean, I probably your only friend. So, how do you respect my boundaries? You said you don't have any. You can talk about anything. Yeah, I can. It's life. I mean, but it's been a hot. How old am I now? Like 35? we talk about race, we talk about at least twenty five years. I probably knew you since ninety four, bro. 
I moved in the trailer park in 94. You was nine years old when I knew you. Nine? Eight. Eight going on nine. 26 years, probably. At least 25. Quarter <sighs> of a I've been, century. I've been watching over you for that long. And we both know. Like guardian angel. If you poke the bear, if you rub me the wrong way, if you ruffle my feathers, that you're going to get, so gonna get <laughs> a fist to the face and a boot to the ass. So that doesn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> Tell them the truth though. <laughs> but I, I, I respect like boundaries. I respect our, our boundaries. I don't even think I have any boundaries. I'm so open, fluid. Nothing really, uh, what's the word, offends me. Yeah, it's, it's life. Even if people said military people are dumb, I agree. White people, you got privilege, probably. Yeah, I mean, you know. What do you want me to do? I am not offended. It's just some things I just don't have time to argue or debate about. And it's not it's not that it's not important. It's just we we are gonna disagree. Bro, you got time to argue and debate. I do debate, but not argue. I can give my perspective and you can give me yours. And then I break down your perspective in my head and be like, Oh, this motherfucker's stupid. Like that's how I be feeling sometimes. Not about you, but just in general. Like when I be watching like TV and people be like racism doesn't exist or, you know, s- stupid shit like that. And I'll be like, you sound dumb. You sound like you don't know what you're talking about. I'm in a very well lit and very well nice neighborhood, but I understood the hardships that I had to go through as a black man in America. I understand the my my heritage, my lineage. So when somebody is sitting here telling me, you know, we had the same opportunity that, no, we don't. Right. Our school systems is definitely different. In our school, especially our, our graduating high school class, we had three, four white people. Most of the white people from that neighborhood went to Rockhurst or went to uh, Lincoln or went to a, a different school outside of that. Right. You know, you, you had your areas where it was mostly urban and then you had your areas where it's Mexican and Africans and then so there's definitely segregation. There's segregation. And then with segregation comes different levels of what's allowed in the school, education, the, the curriculum, the opportunities, opportunities, what we learn, how we learn. So it's definitely different. But a lot of people are like, oh, if I can make it, you can make it. No. And I realize that like as a smart, cognitive person from the ghetto, uh. I know that I see it all the time. I saw it growing up. And I can understand. I understand the hardships of trying to go to school, trying to navigate bullies, trying to navigate gangs, trying to navigate the the neighborhood in order just to go to school. Like a lot of people couldn't wear backpacks to school. The white people wore a backpack to school. You know, the black people, we had to make it look fashionable. Like unless you wanted to get picked on or bullied or. And if you couldn't crack back, then you just got talked about. Yeah, you better get your, your burn game up. My, my crack game was. Superb, is it superb? We should have a crack session. Listen, I'm I've made people write me up what? for for uh, hostile work environment. Busting jokes, huh? <laughs> they got uh, their feelings. Yes, grown men. What men? Grown men, not women. Older than me. I don't I don't really talk jokes about women. Not that they don't deserve it, but you know it's pointless. They gonna say I got a small Peter. That's true. If I did, from what I hear, if I did, I don't know. Probably could still fuck, but you know, it's, <laughs> that's that's irrelevant. 
Let us know your thoughts on Demar Hamilton. Let us know your thoughts on the New Year's. Do you have any resolutions? Any kind of uh, goals you, you want to achieve? Have you lost friends um, due to disagreements? Have you lost friends due to accountability? Have you uh, lost you know. friends that are not respecting boundaries? Boundaries yeah. are important, right? Sometimes. Fuck mm. your boundaries. Bro, you might get a fist to the face. You say it to the wrong person, though. Hey, we just gonna be fighting then. then um, you know, me and we we fight and get over it. We appreciate you listening to this podcast. Check us out on YouTube, Intoxicated Opinions. Just type that in Google. Our shit will pop up. Spotify. Spotify. What's that Apple one? Apple, Apple. Cast. I don't know what I don't have Apple. I don't have Apple. I mean, I got I got an iPhone, but I really don't. But Anchor pushes it out to so Spotify, yeah. Apple, all that stuff. We appreciate you listening. Uh Subscribe to our channel, like this video. Yeah.